You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is Grand Design Podcast with DJ and Jerry Grand, where we link the chains of reason of sports, politics, and culture. Welcome to the Grand Design Podcast, Episode 10. I'm DJ Grand. I'm here with my brother Jerry. Hello. And our engineer Ryan. Hello. Uh, to get a hold of us, you can go to our website at granddesignpodcast.com. Our email is granddesignspodcast at yahoo. You can follow us on Twitter at granddesignspod and on Instagram at granddesignpodcast. Today we're going to be talking about professional sports salaries and whether it, they're exacerbated too much. If they earn it, deserve it. Yes, have they gone too high? In the last uh, three weeks, uh, three major league players, some uh, – Actually, Big Fish, Manny Machado, with the San Diego Padres, signed a $400 million contract. I do not recall how much was guaranteed, but it was quite substantial. But it was over, I believe, 10 years. Then uh, Harper came the next week for $440 million, and Trout just signed one this past week for $460 million. And the question has become, at what point, or is there a limit at these salaries? Is paying someone almost $40 million a year to play a kid's game. Has that exceeded the limit? So you could be wrong, but I got Trout making $426 million, Harper at $330 million, and Manny Machido at $300 million. Okay, but, okay. All right, maybe I put me a little bit too high. It was $300 million for Machado? Yeah, Machado. Okay, all right. And then uh, for... Uh, for Harper was $330 million, and Trout was the biggest one at 426 Okay, and that would equates to like $36 million a year. Does it say the guaranteed contract money in that? Uh, no, it just says the length and uh, uh, the average, which is $35 million a year. Is that too high? I, is that too much? I mean, that, that's what the question that's out there right now. Is there a limit? Because I've heard people say, you know, you know, one, two million, five million a year, that's okay. Ten million, people start getting a little upset. And then when you get to where they're at right now at $30 million a year. Now, this is record numbers right now. Again, it's baseball. Football hasn't quite got that high yet, but that's soon to follow. Well, you say $10 million is too much. What's well, the threshold I'm, of it becoming too much? I'm asking, yes. That's that's arbitrary. I mean, who sets that that's too much? Who says that $15 well, million is not too much? That's the scary part because you don't want the government stepping in, but you have a lot of people. I mean— Even the people saying it. It's arbitrary. I, I guess they would be fans, uh, radio host, media, uh, that's basically we've come to a point, a boiling point is how it was put, that it's, it's too high. Okay, why is it too high? What, that's just why it's arbitrary. They're just saying it for no reason at all. What makes it too high? What, what is the standard of value that says that's too high? Well, I, I think they're kind of just, I don't want to say jealous, but they're comparing their salaries with teachers. What do they make? Kind of what forty thousand well, dollars, if that 40, probably forty thousand a year. But it's, that's also even police officers. I, I've I've heard thirty four, thirty five thousand. So when they're, they're putting in the context of you got professionals, police officers, teachers, and that's a kids game. Baseball is just a kids game, and but, these guys are getting paid thirty six million to throw a baseball. But they're getting paid what the market demands. 
If the market didn't demand the four hundred and thirty million, he wouldn't have gotten it. The market is demanding that. The teacher gets paid what the market demands. I mean, when the government steps in and says a teacher should be paid high, that's an arbitrary or higher. That's an arbitrary statement by the government because they're not putting any any value behind it. What gives it value is the market. And if you're just going to just randomly say, throw out a number, then you're, you are being arbitrary and therefore no, not reason. Then what is, what is upsetting the fans or the media because of these contracts? Because it's almost becoming, I don't want to say a witch hunt because it's not really that, but there's some exacerbation that we've exceeded the norm. We stepped out of reality and we've exceeded what should be the norm. They're jealous because they can't do it? They can't play baseball and get paid for it? I wonder if if they were making that money or if they hit the lotto, if they'd have that same attitude. Well, I mean, myself, if, if I could still play hockey, I would be happy with a hundred million. Well, I mean, a hundred thousand a year. That's just. But it. that doesn't mean I wouldn't take more. I mean, I think they're they're I, jealous. I think anybody would take if it was offered to them that they would take more, and they would definitely change. But the reality is, they don't do that, and it's a very rare, rare percentage for these guys to hit the superstardom to where they get the actual big tickets. It's not every player in the major leagues that's going to make this money. It's just a few. Couldn't you say that it was just about every single profession that only the rare ones? I mean, because when you go to teaching, only the rare ones get to be the college professors who make the most money. Only, I mean, only the rare ones get to be the commissioner of uh, of in, in police, the commissioner of a, a police force. They make the bigger money. I mean, in all of them, when they get to the top of their industry, they make more money. That's It's called hard work. Then I guess the outrage is with it being almost like a lottery ticket. Because if they won the lotto, they wouldn't have a problem with it. But when these guys sign these lotto ticket type, you know, half a, uh, a billion dollars in the length of the contract, which is not quite that, but four hundred twenty-six million. Okay, I get the the closeness of the analogy of it being a lotto ticket, but there's a difference between the two. A lotto ticket is luck, and the very much so. And Mike Trout, I would say, he earned it. I mean, he, he earned it by putting in the hours by. It was from a kid on up till now. The guy, it wasn't just one one happening thing that got him there. He was just happened to be at the right place at the right time. He earned it by hard work. So I, th- there's a difference between luck and hard work. I would agree, but someone also say it may be lucky that he was given that talent. It's actually because some people just aren't athletic and they don't have that opportunity, that, that opportunity out to make that kind of money. I don't think you're born anything. I, don't th- I think it's well, this nature versus nurture. No, it, there's no dichotomy there. It's both, and I don't. I think you have to train to become that good. You're not just born with a baseball bat in your hand and you're automatically able. Yeah, some people are more inclined, and it's easier for them, but they still have to hone their skills. I don't think you're born with anything in any endeavor. You have to learn to to do whatever we're talking about. It's rare when a player they, they call a five-two player run, hit, bat, steal. I mean, there's the five tools. That's what Mike Trout is. They're saying he's the first since Mickey Mantle. So that's what I mean by that rarefied air. Well, what makes you think he didn't earn it? I mean, I don't think he was just born not, with that. I think he had to I, work hard. We're talking sweat hours, both when he was a kid and growing up through I think, um, I think, college I, and into professionals. I think the minute he signed that contract, he earned it. But, he earned it long before but, that. He learned it by putting in the but, hard work, by putting and, in the hours. But as afterwards, as I listened to talk shows, read some articles on the internet, it's, it's just not going over well. I mean, how the, the size of it. Not going, and on, the, not going over one with whom? Too much. With fans, 
again, we're talking media and fans mostly because that's what I'm the, the uh, talk shows in Detroit. I mean, that, that's one of the uh, topics was you know, has it gone um, to a point to where we've exceeding it, and then um, even brought up to where. It, 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 we're getting off topic here, but they were comparing that we haven't even gone to the moon yet. We're, we're going to pay. Uh, we haven't gone to the moon. We, we, did they we not haven't skip over nineteen sixty nine? Stephen Curry did something crazy <laughs> and said in an interview this year that we haven't. He belie- he actually meant it that we have not gone to the moon. It's all TV. It was all edited. It, it, yes, it's crazy. Okay, and the world isn't but, round either. But the okay, point, sure. Okay, there are. I forget who just some athlete just came out and said, yeah, it's flat. I think it was Kyrie Irving. I'm not sure. But he did. Well, I wish those people would go to the edge where it is flat and fall off. But then show me that it truly is flat. But, but again, anyway. it, 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 it just comes with that outrage that we've come to a point to where someone's making almost $40 million a year. And it's, a, it's, it's a, a, what they call a kid's game. Again, I, once he signed the contract, he, he, he earned it. He's worth it. Obviously, the market bear it, the TV money and the revenue. The Angels never would have signed him to this had he not been worth it to them. So I, I agree that he's worth it. But I am just hearing, I'm going to say out of six callers out of ten, you have guys out there that are saying, no, hey, I'll get what you can get. But the majority is kind of coming from no way. You know, that should be given out to her. One even brought up that that's how the uh, or- Ortega Cortez can uh, fund her 90% tax bracket with the only sports athlete. That they should give their ninety percent to the government, which is a whole nother. We'll talk about that a little later in this podcast, but let's now get to the worth part of it, because I don't think it's a matter of necessarily worth. Yeah, he's worth it to the California Angels, but it's also a matter of the market. Had the market could not bear it, it we wouldn't be paid that. Had the fans not shown up. Not just uh, California Angel fans, but Major League Baseball fans had not shown up and paid their money to set the market. He would never be able to to get to to be able to pull in that kind of money. I think it's a matter of the market bearing it. It's not a matter of that's not just a matter of worth. Oh, I completely agree because I, actually they're saying because he's on the West Coast, Major League Baseball has a problem marketing right now. And he's their marketable player, but he does not want to be marketed. He just wants to play baseball. So he's not Good out. for him. You know, I completely agree. They're talking, the Yankees, they wanted to bring him to the East Coast where he would have made even more money. But because I got on the East Coast, you don't have to wait till 11 o'clock to watch him play. He's so, got it much tougher playing on the West Coast, but he doesn't care. You know, he's made his money, but the Angels, the Major League Baseball, that's why I was surprised the Angels even signed him because I thought for sure he was coming to the East Coast because Major League, I'm surprised because they, they didn't get their hands in it. They didn't dictate like other leagues have about trades and where players go. They let him stay out there even though they've asked him to come East so they, they could market him. So if the fans are upset now over his four hundred and $30 million contract, and he went to the Yankees to get even more. Would they have had a conniption? Yeah. They're outraged right now in Detroit over Stafford's uh, contract because on his performance. Because these contracts are – you're not paid for future performance. You're paid on past performance. The only future is that they're, they're, they're guessing, hoping that you're going to live up to the expectations – but a lot of times they don't. I think it's a little of both. You are paying on past performance, absolutely. But they're also hoping that you're going to continue, and that's why they're giving you the money. So I think it's a little of both. Correct. And as you continue, you'll bring the organization money. Yes. So it's an investment. I don't think well, there is no limit because every year we hear these contracts are keeping bigger and bigger. When the NFL starts after the draft, 
and then we get into free agency, you're going to see some contracts that are, are going to be um, Antonio Brown. He just got rewarded with I didn't give the contract with the Raiders. Just signed him for an absorber. I think it was eighty four million. He got rewarded for not playing a year. But here we go with NFL is only a couple years. Correct. Well, actually, him and Le'Veon Bell played the Steelers to the T. It was all about money. Oh, that's right. It, it was Le'Veon Bell, not Antonio Brown. That's right. That's right. He. Well, they're saying that he really he sat on. He lost fourteen million because he sat out last year. But actually, he got more of it guaranteed than he would have gotten in Pittsburgh. And with Antonio Brown, he orchestrated that whole thing. He so why isn't that too much? I mean, what is this arbitrary line that says that isn't see, too much? Here's now that at the point at the, when he signed that contract, there was outrage for what he done. He got too much. It was said it was too much for his actions. But the second Trout signed that contract, everything about Antonio Brown got dropped. Never happened. And now we're talking. Eighty-four million. Now he just signed four hundred million, and this is after uh, Harper and Machado signed the, the three hundred million dollar contracts. So that was just stirring the pot. And I, I know Trout's agent. I think it's Scott Boris. He was waiting until those two signed so he could go much higher, and he did. But that's why I just got forgotten about. And that's really our society. When something comes up, we just forget about what's current and what was going on. I mean, the government is, kind of likes that one in sports because we're not paying attention and are they're dangling the ball over here and we're paying attention to how much salaries and getting outraged when there's other things that we should really See, be. that doesn't make sense to me because baseball's only the second highest average salary. NBA, is the average salary is 6.2. This is out of Tucson 16, so we're talking a couple years ago. But 6.2 million is the average salary. An average of average salary of Major League Baseball is only $4.4 million. Why? Where's the outrage for basketball? See, I'm LeBron James. Where's the outrage for what he makes? They brought that up. Now, it's not the outrage for LeBron James because they're claiming the king, the GOAT. Okay, They claim to be worth it, which is a contradiction. But with the NBA, the problem is you got guys on the bench that are getting these six figures. It's ridiculous. But it's because of the TV money. The NBA's got a ridiculous contract with, uh, I think, TNT and ESPN that just paid them an exorbitant amount that all the teams got. And I think the Nets are paying their 10th man. Uh, oh, I forgot. I don't want to quote it on the podcast, but it's a six-figure salary. He's a 10th man on the bench. What allowed them to get that TV contract? Well, you know, obviously it's exposure. ESPN wants to the market. The, the market again. allowed it to happen. If there wasn't, if the fans weren't there buying the tickets, paying the merchandise or the, the merchandise money for the, they they wouldn't have that market. They wouldn't have the money. After the, it's the market, after the fans the, are doing this themselves. Well, well, after Larry Bird and the Magic Johnson era, the basketball kind of tanked it a little bit, and only recently they really rebounded to where it's become to where one of the most popular uh, televised sports, most watched sports, and those salaries are even going to go higher. But they're going to exceed baseball very soon. That's still the market. So we'll, we'll have to, now we'll see about the outrage there. I have to agree because there don't seem to be an outrage as much with the NBA players as there is with the uh, Major League Baseball and uh, NFL players. Well, we don't have to stop there. There's also uh, Floyd Merriweather. What about the money he made? I mean, this is of two, 2018, but he was uh, making $285 million. With ten million endorsements, I mean, what's saying that's too much? And then there's MMA and Conor McGregor. He made a, a boatload of money. What's saying that's what, what he makes is too much? I think Conor McGregor is ninety nine million. I guess it's a good question. Why is those off the radar? Because they're not even questioning it. That's not even being brought up. It's almost like it accepted. Okay. Do you think Ryan that um, McGregor's making too much? I mean, you, you could say that, but it, it's again, I guess. Yeah, you know, I was saying what you're saying about the market because he can just 
with the confidence I see as the same with like Floyd Mayweather and stuff like that, it's like they can know that they're going to be pulling in these kind of numbers for pay-per-view and, uh, you know, just hyping up the shows and stuff compared to so many other fighters. You they're know? making the market. Yeah. Well, I mean, they really can just end the argument there and it's just like they'll make that much money because they know it's going to happen. So. Take that away from it. Do you think he's worth $99 million for what he does? Uh, I mean, he's, you know, it's like he's a great fighter and all that, but yeah, he's definitely not like my favorite in that sense. And like, I mean, it's, it, it's so weird, especially with like MMA and boxing and all that, since it's like an individual and not a team. So it's, it's crazy. Cause it's like, everybody's working so hard in that business, especially when you get up to those levels. But, but you said it. They're yeah. working hard to get there. They yeah. earned it by all that sweat equity they put into it. Yeah. Would you accept $99 million if you oh, got up there? Oh, for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Yeah, That's money the talks point. for a reason. So <laughs> They did work hard. They trained. But they both. All these Mayweather, guys, not just them. Even the baseball well, and basketball, they all I'm going to talk about hard. those two, though, because they, I think they played the public with that whole pay-per-view because with Conor McGregor being the martial arts and now he can't kick, I'm willing to bet – in the future, you're going to see Floyd Mayweather. And I've heard about it. Him coming to the MMA, and it's just for a pay per view draw. Yeah, because but Floyd the market would never do that because he's smart, and that's like what's that whole thing was such a joke to me. Like it was, it was basically a money grab. I thought opinion. it was a joke to yeah, begin with. I watched for it, it to happen, but it just like was such a. It just seemed like a cartoon almost, you know. Like it, it so, was, for the money that they made, for, and they pulled in a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, they got my money. Did they? Sure. Earn, I mean, did they earn that? I mean, was it really? I'm not talking yeah, about the worth to you. No, as a if they paid it, they earned it. But yeah, go ahead. But I I don't think so because it, it's just like it was such like a you know it was like a movie skeptical thing. It almost didn't have to, and I don't really even watch boxing that much. But it's like they went over to this whole arena where it's this is a and it was a sanctioned boxing match with. You know, Floyd Mayweather obviously is the best of the best in boxing. Like yes. here and that, and then Conor McGregor, even though he's a good fighter, he's not a boxer, and he just walked in on the top floor. That all these people were probably going like, "Ah, oh, the heck is that guy just standing in there with one of the greatest of all time?" You know, even though he lost and all that, it didn't even matter. You know, it's like yeah, they had obviously all the, you know, fighting back and forth off the, you know, on the on TV and stuff, but it just like. <laughs> It was an act. Well, that's what it, you know, absolutely. That's, that's what I. Picked, that's what they wanted. That's know? what I picked up on it. At yeah. first, I was like, "You, how's this going to happen?" Yeah. But then I seen their press tour, mm. in the city of city. Yeah. It was just just that yeah, theater. It's a circus. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. yeah. That, that's what I picked. Like these guys are just taking every one of these pay per view people to the tank, I mean, to the bank, and yeah. laughing about it. Because I think you're right. It was just. Uh, it was almost to where. Uh, how, how was he going to compete with Mayweather? Well, Being. Yeah. Like you said, the best of all time. And again, he just walks away from it. You know, he's like, it's like, he, you know, who knows? He might do one, but I doubt it. And it's just like, he's just out of that. You know, it, he'll be doing MMA and stuff like that. And again, even at his last one, you know, that was like a whole thing in itself. But, you know, it's, it's just so weird. You know, it seemed like, like uh, WWE and wrestling, you know, it's like. Exactly. Well, what makes you guys think that it wasn't. A marketing tool oh, for, for sure. both oh, sports yeah, at absolutely. the same time, and including the the tour beforehand. How's any different than advertising? Well, that's why Mayweather won't go to the other side. Like he won't go in the octagon because that he's smart. He's a he'll lose well, probably. Yeah, he'll, that'll, that'll he'll be get it. hurt, and that'll he's be like, over. "Hey, I'm like his body and his well being is his money maker." And well, it's highly valuable, yeah, so he doesn't want to ruin that. Yeah, right. Makes sense. But right now he doesn't have to work again. But that's what, exactly. So there's like you could throw him numbers, but. 
But you see, well, I either think those with, guys, even before they didn't have to work, 99 million, you don't have sure. to work again. And yeah. No, so I don't no, think correct. that's... They, but with boxing, um, MMA, and like with the movies, it's considered entertainment. And for some reason, the, I don't want to say majority, but public and media, okay, it's all right. Well, but when you get to sports, nah, for a kid's game. They're both sports, but... Take that away. The What's boxing? the difference between a lot what allows boxing and MMA to have pay per view, and NFL and MLB not? No one would, or very well, few people, would pay to see a single game of the Major oh, League yeah. Baseball or a single game of football. Well, I, it, think that, I think the nature of the 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 market it allows. Uh, MMA and boxing to flourish on pay-per-view and grab in the money where the nature of the market doesn't on the other side. I think well, that's going to be changing because the NFL is talking about streaming games now more than they have before. Streaming where, games isn't quite the same as um, uh, as pay-per-view. I mean, it's, but they want to yeah, get to where it's a pay. now is on uh, ESPN and all that stuff. So they're yeah, like kind of in that weird area where they might not be having pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, because they're moving thing. to the mainstream, or, exactly. and that's what's going to take it away. That's what I meant by the what a, that, that market allows it with each one, each particular sport. It wouldn't be allowed in any other sport. And now that they're moving away from it, you'll probably only see it in boxing, WWE. That's pay per view too. But I think it's the nature of the market that allows them to make that kind of big money as long for as those it's, single events. As long as there's TV and revenue to where they're going to pay big contracts. And the fans keep going to the game. Absolutely. As long as these owners are going to make billions by paying millions, they're going to keep doing it. And well, they're going to get higher. Even the pay-per-view, what what puts the gas to the pay-per-view? The, the people watching demand. it. The people yeah. t- taking out their wallet and putting there's it a, in. There's a demand for it. That's the market. If the market wasn't there, it, it wouldn't happen. And that's the thing. It's like, it's, I guess, just with boxing and MMA and stuff, um, you don't have to see every fight. And you can kind of you know map out what you're going to see if you see two fighters and whatever it is like i'm going to buy that pay-per-view for that month and then you might not buy it in next couple months but you're always going to get that cable bill and that whatever bill that you're you know that's where all that money goes in in and, my understanding no so, that's absolutely right that's know? absolutely so right. kind of is the same thing in a sense it makes it easier for them to pay for it because yeah. it isn't a cable bill yeah i mean it's it's convenient but in society, why is it acceptable? It's okay for a movie star to make Jim Carrey thirty million a movie, and that there is no outrage for that whatsoever. Not that I've heard of, and I could be wrong. Maybe it's a, a minute a minority that's actually complaining about it. But when an athlete signs it, there's outrage. It, it, and we're talking anger too. Well, I got a lot of problems with Jim Carrey, but the amount of money he makes is not one of them. So, I, no, I agree. I mean, it's, well, what's the it's difference? Kind of, it's what, it, what the market can pull in. If you get it, great. But why is it acceptable for one and the other? It's an outrage. I think it's arbitrary. I think it's just based on people feel There's that word jealous. Again, so arbitrary. <laughs> people feel jealous because these guys are playing kids' sports and they're getting paid big time bucks for it. And if they could do it, most people think they can't act, most people think they can't sing. So they can't do it. But just about everyone thinks they can play baseball. Just about everyone thinks they can they can play football. And they're a little bit jealous because they can't get that money. I think you're under something there exactly. They, they feel that uh, actually they, they could actually run the team, they make the player acquisitions, uh, play that GM role. And they actually think they can actually call the plays. This person, fire the offensive coordinator. Uh, I've heard him on the radio. I would have called that play. I would have called this play. Actually thinking that they know more than the coach. You know what I blame for that? I love video games. 
but Madden and <laughs> NHL over yeah. a year. You think you can play that and you can <laughs> run your team and you think you're the greatest. I, I think it's delusions of grandeur. Yeah. Well, once again, if the fans are so upset they're too high, stop going to the game. Stop paying to watch them. Stop buying their jerseys, all that. Isn't it their fault? I mean, they're going to these games. I mean, they're paying, what, 10 bucks for a big boy burger at uh, Comerica Park? It's outrageous, the prices. They keep going, yet they complain when the Illiches go and sign uh, Cabrera's. He's in the middle of just a horrible contract. He's making a lot of money. It's filling a void inside them. So if they stop, even if it's right. like, you know, <laughs> complaining about it, they wouldn't be like, oh, I have nothing to my life now. So, so the, You're right. You're absolutely right. So that so that now it's just become to where it's a bitching point. See, I'm going to bring up capitalism a bit, the difference between capitalism and socialism. But since you brought up the Illich thing, his little thing inside Little Caesars isn't quite capitalistic because he's got himself a captive market. And because he has no competition, he can charge anything he wants for a slice of, of Little Caesars pizza. Or you can charge – I mean it, it works the same in a movie theater too. Yeah. You can charge – that's why you pay so much money in a movie theater because they have a captive audience, no competition, and they can charge anything they want because they know you can't go anywhere else to get it. And that's what Illich has inside that park. Well, I don't know about Little Caesars, but Comerica, there's the big boys in there. So there's a little bit of competition because it's not Little Caesars unless Illich has some stake in Big Boy that I don't know about. Oh, I guarantee you. And in, even in then, Big Boy's isn't pizza. So the competition, how many other pizza things does he have in there? And Big Boy is is basically hamburgers. Yes, they sell others. But how many other hamburger joints are in there? And if they're so, it's not totally open to competition because it's competition that drives prices down. And we have even if you have two in there. Okay, it still has it causes high prices. Now, I haven't been to Little Caesars, uh, but Comerica they've actually uh, they have a, an executive chef now, and some of these, uh, I guess, items are not anything that you're going to get out in the. Uh, but I guarantee you, they will charge more inside there. Oh, absolutely, than you can outside because they have a captive market and less competition inside what, what we're talking about, whether it's Comerica hey, or Little Caesars. Well, yeah, that's why you're paying nine bucks for a bottle of water because you got no That's yeah. the point. I mean, to me, that's not capitalism. What, yeah. That's not capitalism. He's got himself a little tiny market that allows him to get over to it. You want to talk about exploitation. They always say capitalism and exploitation. That is exploitation. But he owns it. He's allowed to do it. And I would never make it illegal. The problem I have with this whole entire situation is those who want to to – Rain in the salaries to those who are jealous are actually being socialistic. I mean, capitalism, the moral justification of capitalism lies in the fact that the system is consistent with man's nature and man's nature is about, it's about justice and justice is not arbitrary. It is just if the market dictates in a capitalist society, all human relationships are voluntary. And there is the key because when you're going to tell me that Mike Trout can't make that money. That's not voluntary anymore. You're taking away, you're using force into a relationship to take away what he has earned by hard work. That is not capitalism. Every single person who is complaining about someone else's salary is saying, at least implicitly, I'm a socialist. Socialist de socialism destroys. If you don't believe me, look at Venezuela right now. The problem with socialism is it, it, it uses force. Force is immoral, especially the initiation of force. The, the, what capitalism is, 
It's a voluntary trade back and forth. It's a win-win both ways. They pay the money for the pay-per-view, and you get to, and you get to watch the, well, it's kind the, of funny the boxing box because they're upset that Trout's getting millions, but yet the owners are getting billions, and you're not hearing anything about the owners literally getting rich off these big contracts, and they're making a lot more money than Mike Trout is. Harper and Machado combined. That's just one owner. And well, if you bring up Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she complains about the owners. She complains about all rich well, people. Yeah, she's getting into the So they Bill do the Gates socialist, and, they do. They say they, they take them all. In fact, they usually combine them into anyone who's a business owner. If you are a business owner, which they are, then you're bad. You're evil. And all your profits should go to the common good. So I'm taking that's how China and Russia pays their players. Well, absolutely. It's like, it's like the welfare system in our system is how we can pay welfare to certain people. They do that to their players. It makes them professionals, but under the table professionals. Because I was, I was kind of curious to how China pulling it off, and now with the KHL, because they're actually some uh, Russian players are going back there. Pavel Dagzu just went back there. Um, I think the money. It's not. I don't think it's ever going to be equivalent. But it was getting. Well, have you asked yourself how is it that? China in the 1970s was dirt poor. And some, what, 40 years later, now of a sudden they're one of the richest countries, resources, uh, all, the, all they need. What? Russia collapsed during, in, in the early 90s, and yet now the KHL is up making money. What allowed them to, to get back up to there? Both of them adopted capitalistic uh, resources into their system. Both of them brought in parts of cap. They're not, to believe me. I mean, there's no way you can call communist China capitalism, but what they call it is state capitalism. And that is what allowed them to raise. It's capitalism that, it, that brings back prosperity. It's capitalism that allowed us in the United States to be the level of luxury that we are right now. I think that's the problem because when you look at – when we hear capitalism now, it's as evil. It's just looked bad. It's not looked as good. If you're a capitalist, you're frowned on. Once again, it's the jealousy. And a lot of socialism is they want something for free. And when this is good as go off sports, but look at um, free uh, tuition, college tuition. And that's that's they want something for free. They want something for nothing, which is an impossibility in real in reality in real life. Uh, look at uh, Medicaid for all. They want, and that's even worse because that tells someone someone else, a doctor, a nurse, has to become a slave to give them what they call is a right to, to medical services. Well, that's Medicare right now. No, it is, and that's the problem with it. That's why I'm I'm not for Medicare. It, the problem is it turns legitimate enterprise into slaves because they shouldn't have to be forced. To, it should be on, like I said before, win-win. Choice, choice. It, it, it's not a win-win when you're forced to do it. When the government steps in and you must do it at this price and you must do it now to, to someone else who deserves it, that's not a win-win. You turn someone into slaves. I mean, look at every VA hospital, government-run. They're always the dirtiest. They always have the longest lines. <laughs> so Yes, they are. And why? Because they have implemented socialistic policies. So when the government tries to control the salaries, obviously quality will go down. No, absolutely. It, it will go down. My problem is right now not the government because the government is not doing that yet. My problem is it's the people. The fans are complaining about it. They're the ones that are saying – and none of them are unwittingly doing it. They don't understand that they're back in socialism. Well, here we go. This kind of goes into the socialism, but some, some of the fans are okay. Okay, and I've heard, all right, let's ma Matthew Stafford make $27 million a year. But now he owes, he has to give back to the community. And if you don't give, if the players don't give back, 
And it's good that they do. I get it. If they want to get it, it's their money to spend. But if there's one that doesn't, they're lynched. Okay, that's another common misconception. They're basing that on the sense of a moral duty, a moral obligation. You have to give back. Yeah, you, mu- you must give your salary because you're making $10 million a year <clears throat> and I'm only making 40000 You must give that back to the community. Well, it's another, they're not saying have to. The problem is they don't understand what morality is. In layman's terms, I mean people have written millions of words on morality, but in layman's terms, morality is a guide for our choices and actions. The operative word there is choice. If you have no choice, you have no morality. Well, a choice and obligation are two exact opposites. They're a contradiction in terms. There's no such thing and there can be no such thing as a moral obligation, a moral duty, or a moral commandment. Look at, both, look at all those do. A moral duty says you have to do something, but moral is choice. So choice have to. Contradiction. A moral obligation. Choice have to. You're obligated. A moral commandment. I mean – a choice, you have to do something. It's a command. They don't understand what actual morality is when they say something like that. Some do because now they're saying you have, when, when you, you must give on your own. Of course, it must be on your own. We're There's not, no must we're not, we're, no, we're not forcing you to give it. Wink, no, wink. You are. No, you are. That's a lie. No, you are. They should, if, if it's done, it should be done on their own free will. That is morality. Choice, free will. If there is no free will, there is no morality. It should be done because – and besides that, if I wanted to give money away, I do it because I'm, I want to on my own because I want to be a good person. It's not because I'm told to do it by someone else. That dampens it. That makes it worse. I agree. But we, we hear that out there that when the players don't give – and most of them do because you have PR agents that just – you know, you, it's going to be worse if you don't. And it's that whole – no, it's voluntary, but – it's, it's not, not voluntary yeah. if they say I have to. That's, there's a, that's only, one in the contradiction. There's only one athlete that I've heard complain about it, and that's Charles Barkley. About the taxes, um, with being a role model because of, of, of his uh, position with basketball and where he's at right now. He's the only one that basically said, I don't have to do that. And he doesn't, which is, again, I look up to him for that. And he's honest about it on TV. He'll say that during his basketball commentaries, how he, the taxes that he pays and how it's too high. For once, someone is, is honest about it. Look, it's once again. If you have a if you have a choice, you can't have a duty. It, it's people just don't understand what what morality is, what it entails. So what it boils down to, basically, if we want to keep the capitalistic American way, these these salaries can't be controlled, and there is no too high. I don't think capitalism goes deep enough because capitalism or your politics is derivative. It's derived from morality. Okay, we have to get to the the moral point of it, and we got to make make them understand. If you want to have your free will, if you want to have your choice, you can't have socialism. You can't have government. Government takes away your choice. I agree. I was reading an article about a a gentleman at Barta in New York, where there were three of his customers that were uh, complaining about Alex Rodriguez. Now he was making twenty five million at the time. The bartender defended Alex Rodriguez. He did it by saying to each one of those uh, customers, if someone walked up to you and offered you $25 million, would you take it for your profession? Of course they would. Now all of a sudden, it's not so bad now, is it? Because it's always – that's what social media it is. It's spending well, other people's money, not your own. One of, the bar, one of the customers said the most common thing, which I, it's very irritating. That's different. I'm not going to get that $25 million offered to me. I, whatever, a secretary, it's just not going to happen. It's not reality. But his point was, 
if you're offered $25 million, if you win that lotto, you're not going to say it's too much. Like you are right now because he swings a bat, throws a ball. That's different. That's like saying an oak is different from a maple. They're both trees. They're not different. Mm-hmm. They're not. Once again, I think it, it, go, it goes back to we have to learn to be moral. To, 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 and, and not that. Fight for our own choice because that's what being moral is, with you, fighting for your choice. Understand. Your work hard. And that those rewards may come to you, but don't you choose to work hard? I didn't. Oh, didn't I Mike agree. Tra- we started that out. Didn't he choose? I to agree. Put that sweat they have to make that in? choice. But I think that's where part of the problem is. When you have some people saying that there should be a socialism where everyone just gets a salary, even if they don't want to work. People believe that, and that's a problem. They don't want to work, and they want something for nothing. They want something for free, and that's where we get to where. And then you lose those your choice. People, that's the problem. Correct. You lose your choice, and that's where they're saying these salaries are too high. Because they don't want to put the work in. They don't want to go out there and actually earn that salary. I agree. And it's jealousy. So arbitrariness. So that, that jealousy has to stop. You, you can't get jealous because someone got the contract because you didn't get it. That's what it boils down to. I didn't get it, so that's not right. Go out there and get it in your own profession. Look at Bill Gates. I mean, he just was like the first – Centribillionaire or something like that. I mean, he's not a sports figure. You don't have to be a sports figure to make that kind of money. Go on, get in your own profession. Yeah, I, I don't know how it happened, but uh, Kylie Jenner's became the youngest billionaire to, to be, or the youngest person to become a billionaire. How? But it happened. Even though I think she's a vacuum. I, I get it. Yes, <laughs> totally but still, empty. But, but she, she did. Made it. A million. She earned it. Good for her. That's why I brought her up. She can get two million. She can get two million. Whatever, whatever she can get. Whatever the mark would bear, she deserves it. I mean, even go further, the oil industry, if, if they deserve, if, if the market will bear them to make billions in profits, they should be able to make that and more, whatever the market will bear. As long as it's done through honest trade, win-win, a capitalism scenario, then it's the absolute moral thing you can do. I agree. Yeah, that's like even with, we have these sports figures we're talking about that we know their name, we basically know their life and what they do, but then there are these other people that make triple fold of what these people are doing and we have no idea who they are they could be walking right by us that's exactly like, right you know how they get that money <laughs> be that person yeah choose to work hard and once again choose choice morality choose to put the, the the sweat equity in choose to learn and above all choose to be a good person yeah. i agree all right uh i'd like to tell us how to get a hold of us again our website is granddesignpodcast.com Email is granddesignedpodcast at yahoo.com. Instagram is granddesignedpodcast. And Twitter, follow us at granddesignedpod. This is the Grand Designs Podcast. Who are you listening to?